This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello, my name is Sophie Wilson, and this podcast is for business owners and creatives who want to cultivate big brand energy and stand out online. By listening, you will learn how to be fulfilled in what you're doing work-wise and get educated on how best to market yourself in 2022. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Brand Energy. Today, I have Carly from Tulakia, and we're going to unpack so much on this episode. She's actually become a pretty good friend of mine, so this is going to be one of those episodes where you just feel like you're just, you know, CC'd into like actual vibes. <laughs> so welcome, Carly. Hello. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. I just want to firstly get you to introduce yourself to everyone who is listening. Who are you? Where'd you grow up? What do you do for fun? I never know what to say when it's like, what do you do for fun? I'm like, I don't know. I feel like um, you're just, you're a bit of a, oh, you, you answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, hi, I'm Carly. I'm the founder of Tula Kia, a creative outsourcing agency. I've just moved to Tassie, as you know, but before that I was on the Sunshine Coast for four years where I met your lovely self. And prior to that, I was in Melbourne for about eight years, but grew up in far North Queensland. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I just decided to pack up and come and live with my friend down in Tassie and do something a little bit different, utilize the working from home life. So yeah, at the moment, I'm just kind of exploring Hobart and and surrounds. Have you been to Tassie before you moved there? No, I hadn't. I hadn't been here. (laughs) Isn't that so funny? Yeah, I know. I just, no one had ever said anything bad about it. Like everyone was saying how amazing it is. I never heard anything bad about it. I just kind of wanted a change. I was a little bit over the Sunshine Coast. So yeah, yeah but I love totally. it. I love it. It's amazing. I, yeah, I, I, I said I would stay here for three months, but I just, I want to stay here. <laughs> I love it. So, wow, really? That's sad. Mm. But you, you're probably going to go to America next year, right? Yeah, yeah, America for a few months, hopefully. I'm I'm feeling a little bit nervous about America at the moment, but yeah, I, I've never been and I, me and my friend Taylor are going to do a road trip for about three Why months. Why are you feeling nervous? I don't know, just America, I don't know, the way it is um, with yeah. the gun laws and the fact that they don't really care about women's rights. It just kind of makes me feel a bit yeah. weird. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it it's... It, it, I mean, it's going to be amazing, but yeah. So yeah. America in May for a couple of months, but yeah, I think I'm going to stay in Tassie. It's just so, everyone is so friendly. It's crazy. Like the amount of, I make a new friend today just by randomly speaking to people at a cafe or on the street or anywhere. It's just so, I've never experienced anything like it. Wow. Really? That's epic. I, I love that. I guess that's the power of actually being like setting your business up so you can work from anywhere. You literally can decide to live in Tassie, move to America, move back to the Sunshine Coast hint, yeah. hint, here if you need. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to come back and see Sophie. Yeah, um, literally. Yeah, I know. I really did want to utilize that. And I, I, I guess I was just kind of sitting in the Sunshine Coast, not really feeling very, I don't know, just inspired and just kind of a little bit bored. And then I was kind of, I was like, what are you doing, Carly? You can just take your computer anywhere. Just, I don't know how long this is going to stick around for, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. I may as well do it while I can. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. We, we trick ourselves into thinking we're trapped so often when we're literally the world is our genuine oyster. So, yeah, you've you've definitely inspired me to think a little more expansively about what I can do with my work too. So, yeah, but that's a story for another time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, talk to me about Tilakia. To Tilakia. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, I've actually practiced the word so many times you have no idea. There's only one person that's ever said it right off the bat, so it's fine. Actually, start there. Like, what's it mean? Where do you come up with the name? Okay, so Tulakia is a town that I used to live in, um, of Queensland. It actually means a sunny place. And I don't know why, but I just – there wasn't any real – I guess I wanted to name it off like the business after something that, you know, meant something to me. And the, our family home is actually called in a, in a suburb called Blue Water, which is across the highway from Tulakia. So we lived in Tulakia for a couple of years and then my parents bought our family home in Blue Water across the highway. It's literally like a couple of minutes. And wow. I was like, I don't really like the name Blue Water, but I love, I've always just loved the name Tulakia. I don't know. It just, it like looks good. It feels good. And I just, I yeah. like the meaning of it. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's interesting. Cause I love it. And I realized when I was filming like some content for you, 
that I was like, what, what is this word? Like, it's only when you really think about it, you're like, what is this word? But that's, I love, I love a deeper meaning with anything. Thank so. you. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I don't think, I think people are always like, what is this? Like, why did you name your business to like, like, it's just, it's not like one of those like hard hitting names that are quite obvious. It's just like, yeah. to like here. anyway. So yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. So now also what, what is like explain what the business is exactly. I always struggle to, it's something I'm working on at the moment, like how, what do I describe it as? Because it's like, oh, a design agency, which yes, we do do design agency stuff like branding and websites. But I think I've settled on it being a creative outsourcing agency. So essentially we work with other creative businesses that is kind of like our exclusive, our, our niche. And we provide weekly creative assistance. So we offer packages three hours or five hours or kind of some of our clients have custom-based packages. But yeah, we work one-on-one with our clients every week doing all their creative tasks. So it ranges from social media, uh, design, EDM design, marketing support, course, asset design, there's anything creative we kind of do. Uh, we're all graphic designers by trade. So yeah, we offer that weekly assistance and it's going great. Oh, and it is. The service is chef's kiss, let me tell you, as a client. Um, it's fucking epic. It's seriously wild how like much of a relief it is to be able to outsource to you, say, and just like have full faith in the, in the aesthetical, like the aesthetical, that's not a real word, but the aesthetic <laughs> part of it because for me I'm a creative person for sure but yeah like you know there's just different kinds of creative people and like just being able to not have to come up with the ideas like the actual ideas aesthetically myself is just like yeah so originally when I started Tolakia it was myself doing the work I had graduated from design and I just got it was like the the back of COVID and just just graduated had no idea what I was like what my niche was in design I wasn't sure what I was passionate about was it you know branding or packaging did I want to work for an agency and I couldn't get my foot in the door because COVID so that's when yeah I started doing little bits and pieces for people and kind of came up with the package idea the weekly package idea and working specifically with creatives because it's exciting like I log on every week and I see all this amazing stuff that we're doing with our clients who are in the creative industry and it's just like it's so exciting but I think that's the thing is yeah now now that I have a team behind me we're really offering that as your creative team so we you know you have us every week for that those certain amount of hours it's not just doing the tasks that you want us to do we have our monthly meetings and we chat and we're like collaborating and you have that strategy and support and yeah I think that's the thing that most of our clients love the most Oh, absolutely. So yeah, the fact that it was just you initially, it just baffles me like to see how you've built it. And I mean, you've only had this running for just over a year because we started, I think we started similar times, did we? Like, Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. I think we were like one of each other's first, first followers. followers. <laughs> yeah. Like I would literally saw you on Instagram. I don't even know how I found you, but I was like, this is the greatest idea I've ever seen. And I'm a sucker for like innovative businesses. Like mm-hmm. I just think if you're innovating, you are, you know, someone I want to be around. Like even even though podcast studio as a as a concept isn't innovative because it's like, you know, podcasting. But like the what when I see people who are just not, you know, starting another you know, agency or social media managing platform. I'm like, yes, this is, this is epic. But anyway, I digress. So talk to me about how you actually built it from you being, you know, essentially a free freelance designer under this umbrella of Tilakia to building it to a team and having like over, you know, is it like 40 clients or yeah. It's like 40 clients since the launch. Well, yeah, since the launch 15 months ago, I would say about 15 months ago. So yeah, I started out doing it myself. And then yeah, I guess it really just came down to word of mouth. Honestly, it was, I had a couple of clients. And because no one else was really doing this type of service offering, it just got around. And Mm. to this day, almost all of our clients are word of mouth from our community. So yeah, I I guess I was just, I don't know, I wasn't doing anything special in my opinion. I was just like getting this work done, creating really amazing relationships with my clients. They just kept referring me to people. And 
eventually I couldn't do the, all the work myself and keep building the business. You know, that takes up a lot of time each week. So that's Absolutely. when I hired my first designer about a year ago, Mickey, who is still with us today. She's the best. One of my longest friends, Kate, she came on board and then now we have Molly. And yeah, we've just we've just built from word of mouth, which I feel incredibly lucky for. And that's why I, I love my community. Without them, then yeah, we wouldn't have the amount of clients that we have today. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, you said you were a graphic designer by trade initially. Did you say you graduated from like graphic design school? Is that uni or is it TAFE or? Yeah. So, well, I originally studied uh, footwear design at RMIT in Melbourne when I lived there, when I was about 26 and wanted to be a footwear designer and have my own studio, but it's incredibly expensive to start your own footwear studio with all the Mm. machinery and everything. I loved the technicality of pattern making and design on computers and stuff. So I moved to the sunny coast and I studied my diploma of graphic design at Billy Blue in Brisbane. Yeah, right. So crazy because you definitely got this like talent, this creative flair that you would think that you've been doing this since like you know, you were designing since high school. That's the energy I get from it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that is so, so funny. That's so funny because I, yeah, like I always wanted to have my own business in something creative. Like I, I always thought that I'd have my own fashion label. That's honestly what I always thought. And then oh. I just, I lived in Melbourne from 18 to, yeah, to 26. And I was just kind of stuffing around, having a time working. When I did my footwear design uh, course, is when I kind of decided to take yeah my creativity a little bit more seriously but to be honest I've always kind of been a little bit anxious to I'm sure like everyone to showcase my creativity and be like what is it about me that stands out like what do I want to be creative in what industry do I want to do and I was always really nervous until I just decided to bite the bullet and do this so so you identified yourself as a creative person early on yeah like not not on paper like you wouldn't look at my resume and be like well look at all these amazing creative yeah jobs that she's had but I guess yes I've always felt creative in one way or another but I always felt held back from being able to express it so it wasn't until I, I kind of so common yeah 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 fully and I, I know that everyone goes through that but it's like well you either do it or you don't <laughs> type thing Absolutely. I find creativity as a concept like such an industry, sorry, such an interesting thing because I personally have never found, like when I was younger, I definitely didn't see myself as creative and it wasn't until literally really recently that I was executing on different ideas in terms of marketing um, that people would say, oh, you're so creative and like sort of say that. And I'm like, really? Like that's so interesting. So I always find it interesting when people grow up kind of with that in mind, it's so like d- different to me. But what do you actually? How do you define creative? Like, what do you what do you think it is? Honestly, I it's just, that's a hard one to answer because, especially like in my position, being the like project manager, creative director with our clients and overseeing our clients in so many different fields and their version of creative. Yeah, it just it's constantly changing. I feel. Like for me, I was really worried that I would lose my creativity being, you know, not working one-on-one with the clients as in like getting on Illustrator in design and creating their content for them, but more so being in the like project management space. I was kind of like a bit bummed thinking that I'm not going to be able to be creative, but if anything, I'm even more creative because now I can oversee, I can oversee what's going on. Like I might not be physically doing the work, but I, I can forecast and strategize with our clients for their business and I guess it like creativity is really just being like honest with yourself and utilizing what are your strengths like for me I, I get really anxious with the deadlines that the girls have of working with clients I don't think I could really do it as successful as they do but my strengths are being a project management space and chatting I feel like I get to utilize my creativity by strategizing and chatting with our clients like what's coming up for you this is what we should be doing so it's it's so different for everyone um, that is such an epic response I couldn't agree more for myself as well like yeah. my creativity manifests mostly through conversations because yeah. you can have a conversation with you know one of your clients and hear them say hey I want these like social media tiles created And then someone might just go and do that. Whereas you have a conversation with you, say, and the back of that will realize, you know, this is the next move in their business. You know what I mean? That is like 
the power of like having a creative communication style and like it's such a unique skill you have I definitely feel that as well every time we talk I know. I was just about to say that. Every time we catch up with coffee, I'm like, I need to get home and riled this shit down. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I love it. I'm going to just go out and say it. You've got a little something I like to call big brand energy. <laughs> and the yeah. way I I see that is literally I'll be scrolling on my social media feed and I'll literally see a post and I don't even have to look at the handle to know it's you. Like I'm like, wow, this is fully you. And I think it's to me, I, I see you as having a really strong brand aesthetic, which is which is incredible. Like, obviously, that's what you do. But I kind of want to see, pick your brain and see if you've got any advice of like how other creatives can replicate this kind of thing in their own business or on their social media feed or whatever it looks like. like what is it about what you do that like makes it able for you to achieve this? Well, thank you for saying that. <laughs> You're welcome. I would not be able to do it without my team first of all obviously like execute the ideas that I have and even sometimes I'll just brain dump stuff onto a document and be like can you make sense of this so I have an amazing team that can do that but for me it's, it's crazy because I personally don't feel like we have a specific branding aesthetic we don't even have a branding kit or a branding identity to be completely honest with you and it's always mm. something that we develop it I think you know it's been 15 months I've banged out my logo had a couple of fonts that I was using and I guess if you look on my Instagram it is it evokes it's got like that nostalgic feel it's kind of a little bit old school but I think it really unravels each week I'm lucky that I can be in a position where I don't have to rush to get my branding done like yes I had my logo and everything and a little bit of a color scheme at the start but I just let it unravel as the weeks go on there might be something that I'm really into at the time and I you know, I will get Molly to create something for me. And then a week later, I've just totally pivoted into another direction. So I'm constantly changing my mind all the time. One mm-hmm. thing that I've also noticed that is really great with our clients that have amazing, well, I personally think have big brand energy. They will come to us with a branding kit or we'll create a branding kit for them. And then a few weeks or a few months down the line, it's, it's changing because it's evolving with them. Yeah. So I think the posts and the designs that you see, it's because it's like quite intentional and we've had some time to sit on it and just let it come naturally rather than forcing it into a branding kit and having those time restraints and like boxing it in. Absolutely. Yeah. So essentially like the advice there, if I can summarize, it would be <laughs> coming from flow as opposed to force. Yeah. Being so okay with evolution because I really, I actually have never thought about it before, but I think that is the key in a lot of different all the brands I've come across that have big brand energy and the reason why they do is because their content is one way or another and I think the the actual through line in that is that it it evolves like having the same thing gets stale yeah and I also think there's you know when you look on Instagram it's so overly saturated like for me I can go on there and I can be like that's a Canva template I love Canva it's an amazing platform but I think so many people it's like trying to put out content and quick and it's like, I'll just get into Canva and I'll just do this, da, 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 yeah. which is, it's great for when you do need to do that. But yeah. I think it's easier to stand out when you have a bit of time and intention behind your designs. Yeah, absolutely. It's like your I website, for example, we're working on your website right now. Like Molly just finished up on the homepage and you're like, oh, I think I want to change the pages around or I'm not really sure where to do this. It's like you have some time to let it evolve naturally rather than, forcing it and getting it done like you know it's just being able to give it that time and let it unfold as you unfold with your branding yeah absolutely yes and that's probably why like your business model like being a weekly package style service is perfect like even for nothing else other than to allow that like flow and that evolution yeah because I think it it helps a lot of our clients like this is so great for me because it allows me to show up for my business. It's like each week I need to get online and, you know, dedicate a few hours to giving you guys some tasks or, and then I get the work back at the end of the day from Mickey, Kate or Molly. And it's like that just ignites and uh, something in them where they're like, wow, this, okay, this has inspired me to get going on this next project. And just, yeah, that weekly assistant, it's like, it's so fun for us. And it's so nice to see how our other clients, love it and how they utilize it 
Yeah, totally. And I think in a traditional graphic design arrangement where you would hire a graphic designer for a project and then you sort of get it back, the concept's back, you've got to give your revisions within usually like seven days. Otherwise, it's a bit of a fuck around for that Mm. contractor. And it's like, yeah, you need to actually, I believe, sit with it for longer and like, yes, you need to be progressing through, but you you need to allow yourself time to, yeah, be intentional, sit with it all instead of, instead of like rushing through it pretty much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. In terms of your creative process of like when you actually maybe, and I'm not sure, I'd actually like to know both your creative process when you are actually in design mode and also as a project manager, like mm-hmm. from concept or like from onboarding to projects like churning out or from concept to completion in design what is your creative process is it like sit down do or do you have I'm the world's biggest procrastinator which in this job it actually works in my favor because the first thing I'll do usually and I think I might even like you know based on my current position as their project manager and how a client will come to us with a branding branding kit or website or something. I think the first thing that I do that the girls will know is I would just take so many notes and I'll do it in order of priority of what needs to be done. And then those notes will have little side notes. It's like, this is what they said. They, this is what they need. And then these are the things that we're going to look into for those certain tasks. I'm just like OCD list after list, list after list because I just need to like get it all out from my yes, paper I need to be able to see it and I spend a lot of time just like yeah like looking and finding the inspiration and yeah then I'll send it over to the girls and think hey what do you think about this like what do you think we need to do um what's your ideas and then we'll we'll work to we'll collaborate on it each week like for example Molly's working with one of our clients Conrad on some amazing branding for his addiction coaching business and each week we've just been concepts chat about it work through the concepts send it over work through the revisions like it's a, it's a very in, like deep collaborative process so yeah does that answer your question yeah no it does it's basically <laughs> like embracing the chaos like and yeah. bringing structure where you where you can which is essentially the note writing and the discussion with your I team need that I need yeah. I need that. I need to follow a list <laughs> and I need the girls to follow a list too. I'm like, so where are you at that? Like what, like send me those concepts over with, you know, I'm just, I need to see. Yeah. It needs to be organized. Otherwise I'm just like, this is totally off the rails. <laughs> like I and need honestly, it to be, yeah. Probably comes from as well being a visual person. Like, mm. just, uh, like I even know when you were talking about moving to America, you're like, first thing I did was literally write, like literally get a piece of paper and literally map out what, what my day would look like over there. Yeah. I, it's, it's like, yeah, you should see my notion. My Notion board is just what like... What is Notion? Is that a platform? It's Everyone needs to get onto Notion. It's like a it's like a database where I have all my clients listed with their profiles. I have all... The girls have a workspace which has all our, our projects and stuff that we're working on. It has admin oh. stuff, everything. And it's like any little thing that pops up into my mind is going into my notes section on my phone. I was going straight into Notion. Like I just yep. need to unpack it. I need to visually see it. Like, yeah, when I was when I was planning on moving I just I was like how is this gonna work oh yeah when I was gonna go to America for yeah three months like how would that look like for me what the time zones what when can I move people shuffle things around yeah I need to visually see it yeah totally I think that's a really good tip because I'm I'm the same except I don't I don't know it until now upon reflection like Mm -hmm. as soon as I do that I feel so much better about my life but like it's like before I do that, like if I start the week planning all the projects I'm working on, allocate all the tasks to my team and, you know, set aside time for when I'm working on what, I'm like, this shit is my jam. If I do the opposite, which is most weeks, unfortunately for me, I'm like running around like a headless chook and like everything does get done, but it's not like, like I get whiplash. I'm like, where am I? Who am I? What am I? <laughs> that's, that, yeah, that's just how it is being a business owner. You really have to have such strong discipline like for me I have a roster okay Mondays is when I do payroll this is admin day I check in on all of our clients and what's happening this week I'll do all that Tuesday is kind of now we we have an intern starting soon so it's like getting all the intern stuff ready Wednesdays will be 
working on taller care base like I literally have a roster and I follow it otherwise otherwise I'm just it's gonna be a mess and I'm gonna like miss things and it's just gonna and I'm not gonna feel good I'm not gonna feel organized and in control of my business it's the same like I'm I'm a crazy avid journaler I journal every morning or afternoon and it's like amazing for my mental health it's mm. I get to unpack everything in my head even if sometimes I look back at my journal I'm like what was I even saying there but I know that it just felt so good to get it off my chest and absolutely and then just like put it away close the book and move on with my day so yeah, yeah. It, it helps professionally and personally yeah absolutely I think mental health like it's one of those things that it's like I believe specifically in a creative industry or work, you need to be prioritizing your mental health more than like you would typically think like, Mm -hmm. and I think it's about the little things you do every day as opposed to what you do when you're having a breakdown, which is obviously going to happen, particularly in this industry, but like Mm -hmm. breakdowns are going to happen. But I think, and, and getting yourself out of that point is one thing, but the journaling every day and like the things like, you know, we're both into Pilates, like going to Pilates every day. That is the stuff that it's truly like, I believe a part of the creative process. 100%. It's, and, and like, so when I was living on the Sunshine Coast, I was working from home in Yandana and like, you know, it's, I would get up, go to Pilates, come home, get working. And I was living in one of my best mates house, beautiful old Queensland. It was so nice, but I was just like, so I was feeling so unhappy with I don't know I couldn't figure out what it was and it was because I was at home working all the time in my space where I need to be relaxing and unwinding now in Hobart I'm working in a co-working space and I'm I've never been so productive it's like okay I figured out what works for me I get up have attempted to go to Pilates but it's way too cold at the moment so I sleep in and then I work I walk into the city I get fresh fresh air and a bit of sunlight on my way to work I get so much done, come home. Like I have this routine. I'm, I'm so driven by routine. If I don't have it, I'm, I'm not okay. So it is so important to have it. It's do or die. You need to have that. I agree. And I, I back the working, like separating work from home so Mm -hmm. hard. I've done it all. Like in some days, some days I'll do a work from home day and it's nice. And I'm like, that was good. But if it's every day, it's just, unmotivating yeah it's it's nice occasionally like I'm working from home today and it's just it's like a nice little change Um, yeah totally but yeah you do need to have that you need to have discipline (laughs) yeah discipline is the biggest thing yeah yeah so speaking of and maybe this will come into your answer maybe not we don't know not gonna project (laughs) but how do you like uphold the constant creative demands like do you ever have days where you're you have absolutely nothing left in your tank and you just and what do you do to get out of it? Yeah, I do. And I try and plan, like, you can't be creative every day. You can't. It's just, it's just not possible. Like, we need to have days, especially running a business. I'm not always creative. There's days where I'm just like, okay, all admin, this sucks. What doesn't suck? I love it. But, you know, it's, I'm not being, I'm not creative. And I say to the girls too, sometimes the girls like, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm like, it's fine. Just take the rest of the day off and we'll finish it tomorrow like you can't always be creative yeah I figure out what works for me like we were saying before I'm like yep. okay I work with my cycle where you know yeah. just before which is I'm, so interesting yeah like the first two like the week after I, I have my period and that the week of ovulation I'm like so energized and yep. I get so much done and that's when I'm like in my meetings I'm taking new client calls I'm working on the business and I'm like I'm doing all those bits and pieces that you just push to the bottom of your to-do list. And yeah. then the, the next two weeks, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some fun stuff. I'm going to do the easy stuff, responding to emails, like going through and checking work and da-da-da. Like I I try and figure out when I'm most productive. Same as in the day. Like early in the morning, I'm just a machine working through till about two is when I kind of hit a wall and that's when I start doing all the – you know, that easy admin based stuff. So yeah, Yeah. it's like find, find what works for you. I'm lucky that I can do that. And I want to be able to provide that workspace for the girls too. Like if you're not feeling it, then don't like take the day off and and do something for yourself. And we'll touch on it another time because it's going to be obvious in the work that you produce to the clients. And yeah, so I'm the exact same. And I, I have the exact same relationship with my employees. Like she, Mm -hmm 
you know, if she's not feeling it, she's run down from being on a shoot or whatever. I'm like, as much to my ability as I can, I'll be like, okay, cancel that or like swap out tasks. Like I want you to edit a podcast as opposed to, you know, come up with this creative new like yeah. video transition style thing. Like it's it's really important, I think, in in the creative yeah workforce to basically be so okay when it's not happening because it's you're just gonna waste time and money if you don't listen to those things right yeah and that's like another reason why I decided to do the weekly packages because I know that I don't work well under like these crazy deadlines and I know I'll, I'll burn myself out if I'm doing massive projects and you know huge days and I was like yes. just, it'd be really great if I can just do like a five-hour package work five hours this day or um yeah like that really motivated right. me to just have that flexibility like our clients know hey if what you know it's kind of like a retainer like they're gonna get it's like 20 hours a month or what like what you're on 12 hours a month, which is three hours a week. Like if Molly said to you having one of those days or da da da, like you're, you're still going to get that work done unless there's a deadline, obviously, then we can work that yeah. out. But like, we'll just roll that onto the next week. We'll bank those hours. It's always still going to be there. The work's still going to get done and you would appreciate it making sure Absolutely. that that work is at its best quality rather than half-assed. Yeah, I honestly think that like society has it all wrong with the traditional work, like yes. what it looks like, you know, and it's like the people like you who have started the businesses in the way you have, it's ear on the ground to like what actually people want instead of just following the trends, which yeah. is, is you know, is something that I believe in, in a marketing sense, but also just in a life sense. It's like, okay, but d- does this actually make sense? Like the yeah. what we want, what your clients want is the best work and done within a timely matter. Okay, yeah. those two things are getting done. Why are we like clunging on to like, no, you're working eight to 12 or whatever it looks like. It's it's funny. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 yeah, I, I'm really excited with the way things are changing with the modern day workforce and everything being online. Like, it gives people the freedom to work from wherever they want and hopefully be in positions where if they're not feeling, I mean, you know, like not all jobs, a lot of, a lot of online businesses are like you start at 8.30 and you do finish at 4.30 or whatever. That's fine. But it's like you have a little bit more comfortability and can be more in touch with how you best work. And I hope that it keeps shifting into, in that way. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So. I feel like, you know, there's been a definite theme with how like this episode has been going and certainly in our conversations generally, like we're both massive fans of collaboration, especially in terms of like, you know, the quality of work, but also the enjoyability of work. So I'm guessing that's been a big reason as to why you've put community as a massive part of your service. Mm -hmm. Um, But can you expand on that? Like, so how... Like, why did you choose to not just be a graphic designer and lead with, like, how you brought your community in? Like, why did you decide to do that from a business standpoint? Um, well, I think working from home can be really lonely and, like, mm-hmm. having your own business can be really lonely. And I think, like, don't we all want to be able to connect with other creatives? I feel like especially – it's, it's such an amazing way to network and like so many of our clients, like we share a client, like some of our other clients, you know, we all have that sense of community because it's like an amazing way to support one another. It's an amazing way to not feel completely isolated at home working from yourself, uh, for yourself, sorry. And yeah, I don't know. I just like, I wanted to work with other creatives because it was a great opportunity for me to meet other creatives and be a part of like see into their their industry yeah and and now it's just naturally evolved because we obviously we use slack as a way to communicate with our clients and we have a community board which is all of our past and present clients and yeah at the moment I think there's like 38 or something people in there a couple of our other older clients aren't in there I don't use it but I was just like one day looking at that because we didn't we never used it it was just like an open channel and I was like what this is a gold mine (laughs) Yeah, literally. It's a goldmine of creatives. There's so many people in there. Like, it's insane. And so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's, I I mean, I get to log on each day and talk with all of our clients and it's so cool to see what they get up to. And it 
it inspires me for one with my own business and I learn so much from them it's crazy how much I learn from them so um, I never it was never an intentional thing at the start it was never like I'm going to build this community it just naturally happened where we our clients yeah like our client was kept building and I I just noticed that slack channel that lonely slack channel one day and was like this is (laughs) wow let's share it yeah Yeah. totally it's awesome How have you personally like actually benefited from collaboration in the past from maybe more of a design standpoint? Like Um, within the business in so many ways, like my business wouldn't be my business without, like it wouldn't be what it is today without collaboration. So like I said, collaborating with our clients in the sense of like they're referring me over to people that they know, like we're collaborating in that way. Um, Collaborating with my girls, like they bring so much to our clients' design identity like they're amazing designers like collaborating with them each day I the we have our group chat and I'm constantly being like what do you guys think about this what's your idea on this like they build this business with me which I'm so grateful for and uh, it's awesome because like it's so common in you know not just our industry but mm -hmm. every industry to have competition instead of collaboration like if you know what I mean like there would be so many design agencies or just freelance designers that would be actually, I think design, I don't know, you'd probably speak to it a bit more, but I feel like it is a bit more of a friendly sort of environment, but you know, it's just like, it could either be, Oh no, like picking apart different ideas and stuff like that. But instead it's like going against that and like actually using it to the advantage of for yourself and for your clients. Mm. It's just so epic. And I'm just, I don't, like unless we're playing a game of pool or something, like I'm not very competitive and I just, I don't like, I don't want to bring that energy to my business. I want it to be a fun space. And like, if you want to be competitive and like, that's cool. Like that's up to you, but that's just not the vibe that I want to bring. And and our clients don't bring that either. It's supportive space. And you like, you're going to make more friends. You're going to build your client base more. If you're just like sharing and collaborating and being cool with it, like people are always going to copy you and people are always going to compete against what you're doing. Like that's never going to stop. So like work with it, not against it, you know? Yeah, no, I completely agree. We've both had that happen before, (laughs) but you've just got to smile and wave. Yes, you do. So now I'm changing gears. I've just got like a little question I'd like to ask you. And um, you can be as cutthroat or as friendly as you like, but what gives you the ick when it comes to like design or social media? I think what gives me the ick is just like, it's hard because I don't want to be mean. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I think, well, you know, following the crowd, obviously, I think um, being really annoying and just like over posting, I think like have a message, be intentional with your posts. It's so obvious when people are just like, I'm posting because I feel like I need to. And there's like, there's nothing fun or playful or informative about it. It's just, you know, Cookie I, cutter. yes, I know when I'm scrolling through my phone and like on Instagram or whatever, there's just like a few people, like as soon as their posts pop up, I'm not even going through it I'm just swiping notes straight away I'm like I don't even want to see it because it's like either you're over posting and you're annoying people with what you're doing mm-hmm. or you, you're not you it's like I'm not learning anything from it or you're not bringing like a, an element of entertainment or like creativity or fun it's like you know Instagram has been around for a long time I feel like you know people are kind of like oh is it dying you know TikTok is the place to be like I love TikTok because it's so authentic. Like I have, obviously I have to be on there for work, but I love it because I'm like, there's so many people on there with so much charisma and personality and it's like hilarious. I'm constantly saving videos and learning so much from people. It's like, yes. I, I love that. I'm like, this is so cool. I'm saving it. I'm sharing it. Yeah. And I think bringing that, that level of humanness <laughs> and yes. is that a word? Humanness? Yes. Bringing that yeah. level of humanness and um entertainment and information like that's what I love if you're not doing it I'm just like you're just what's the point yeah what's What's the the point point? what's the point it's like you're wasting you're wasting your time like sit down put all those like 20 posts or or videos that you've done in just to one amazing one spend that time on just one amazing post rather than just like annoying everyone with all these different bits and pieces that you're putting out 
You know what? That's so bang on. I couldn't agree more. And it's like, you know, I'm guilty of sort of saying to people, like sort of expressing the importance of like, a lot of content because I believe in it. I believe in content, but I do yeah, not a believe fine in line. content. It's a fine line. Exactly. It's like if it's if it's at the cost of quality, quality wins always. Yeah, for sure. If you want to make maximum impact, a lot of quality content is going to get you there. Yes, but 100%. You, I just think that – and that's not – like you've just pointed out, like TikTok, massive, like fucking so good. And like mm-hmm. I think everyone – in particularly more so in the business world is obsessed with Instagram because it's like relevant now, but yeah. it's like, it's like a little bit not relevant now. Like I think it's more of a portfolio or a landing page or a like, yeah, it it's certainly a nurturing platform too. Like, you know, you, you come on there. I feel like when you're following someone on Instagram, you actually care, like yeah, you yeah. actually care what they're saying. So I think it's an awesome community building platform, but in terms of like growing and expanding your business, don't think small. Hey, like, no, it's like, I love, I love when I'm on TikTok and I see people that I'm following, I'm like, you're so funny. It's just like, they're so real and honest. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look at their Instagram and see what they're up to. And it's like, they've caught me with their personality from the get go. I'm like, I'm following you because you have like this amazing personality and you're just like, you're just putting yourself out there. And that's the type of person that you can trust in your business. And you're just like, I mean, you know, there's some people like for me, for example, like, you probably can't catch me behind the camera, <laughs> but yes. like, you know, it's different, but I think, yeah. but if yeah. we were to, that would definitely be serving you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day. We'll, we'll <laughs> like, get there. Yeah. And, and, and I absolutely agree with you. You need to put out like a lot of, you, it, it's, it is important for, it, it depends on your industry. It really does. It's yeah. like, it, I love that you put out this like hard hitting info on like what does Sophie have to say today? And it's like, and I know every time you put stuff out there, it's like, I know that I'm going to learn something that you, you've caught my eye on it. So it, yeah, it's, there's, I feel like there's a happy medium. You need to, you need to, you need to put your personality out there. It needs to be fun, lighthearted, energetic. I love that post you did the other day about like being the person at the party. It's like, you're that person, you know? So, but it's like, but, but be intentional with your post and don't just put out stuff there. That's like, whatever. And don't be too like in your, don't annoy people with it. Yeah. Agreed. Well said. I wonder (laughs) if you've got, it's it's an ever changing, like, I don't know. It's like, yeah. it, It comes back to what you said earlier in terms of like having big brain energy. It's like, you need to be unattached to a point where you're so fine with it innovating and evolving right like you you can't be expected like this works now it's going to work forever it's like that's yeah that's a surefire way to like you know get yourself to irrelevance pretty quickly to be honest exactly yeah um so my next follow-up question it may have been answered but I was going to ask what advice would you give to people who would want to make an impact with their brand as you have done have we covered that or do you Um, have more we kind of did cover it but I think like like I said, just let it, just let it evolve with you. I think it's like be able to spend that time. It's it's important to actually really allow time to see what you want. Like for example, one of our new clients, we're doing branding with her. We sent over three concepts and she was like, I like this one, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you, like the same day. And then I was like, don't <laughs> just like print I'm it out. There. Yeah. I'm going to yes. stop you there. Print it out print out the concepts, print out the color schemes, print out the alternative logos, like print it all out, put it on your wall. Don't stare at it for too long. Just like go about your week. You'll, you'll walk past it, like put it in your kitchen or in your bathroom or where you're going to spend a bit of time and just go past it and like see how it feels each day. And she ended yeah. up coming back and choosing a concept that was totally different to the one she chose on the first day. So it's like, just yeah let it because she actually gave it some time to let it let it evolve and see like what was working yeah. for her so yeah just oh. I don't know and, and and like sometimes people don't have that I mean I don't know yeah. do you I feel like I feel like you do have it if you if you've got an idea if you've got an idea in your head that you want to start a business get onto the branding straight away don't you don't need to have it done straight away but think like okay what are some things that I like like just just like slowly chip away at it so then you you can give it that time oh I absolutely agree I think if you if you're if you're launching something whether it be a business a logo a poster anything Mm. if you are launching it and it's perfect you've launched too late I believe that 
100%. Yeah, be become really okay with things being like 80% and then allowing it to evolve. Yeah, for sure. Hit the nail on the yeah. head. What brands or creatives do you look for, for like for inspiration? I know this might sound really corny, but it's true. I'm so like my clients and my team inspire me. It is because <laughs> everyone <laughs> so corny, but it's true. Like they, we have all creative clients, right? Like photographers, yeah. videographers, authors, influencers, gra- uh, graphic design studios, like, and they, the work, like I get to see all this work. I'm like, that is so cool. Like I'm so inspired by that. Like that's something that yeah. I'm really into. Yeah. So obviously the girls and our clients, but one of my favorite, favorite brands is I love creatives. Everything they do is just, I'm obsessed with. Everything I agree. They do. Yep. Um, there's a really, really great design studio. I don't know. I think they're based in, in Western Australia, Alleyway Designs. I love everything that she does. I think it's. Oh, really? I have to look her up. Yeah, you have to look her up. So love her I love creators my team my clients yeah no that's a good answer I think there's something in that and I think like with the fact that you say your clients inspire you I think there's something in for me like cross industry inspiration is Mm -hmm. so powerful like I think it's really important if you're looking for inspiration to look at like really broad spectrum like I take and I've said this on the podcast before, but I take so much inspiration from the health and fitness industry. Yeah. And I'm far from that industry. And I just think it's really important to like, you know, expand your horizon and be like, that hit me. Why? Like, why did that like really struck, strike a nerve with me? Mm-hmm. And how can I replicate that in my own way? 100%. And like, that's what we were talking about with the importance of collaboration. Like, in a sense, exactly. I'm, I'm collaborating with my clients by like, you know that creative they're inspiring me creatively I'm collaborating with them in that aspect like we are in so many different industries like all creative but so many different industries and I'm like that is really cool I like that you'll see on my Instagram and stuff like I don't know I made a testimonial for one of our clients and I used like a video that we created for her as a part of that background for her testimonial and I was like that yes. is so cool I'm gonna use that that reflects her branding and like I'm just I'm into that so yeah, yeah it's really cool oh epic yeah I feel so, really lucky I feel so lucky like sometimes I'm like what what am I doing like I just log onto my computer and I just had this like resource this amazing resource of all these clients and it's just I'm constantly inspired by it each each day yeah, I think you should feel lucky, but equally you've created that. <laughs> like it's not luck. Like you've definitely like intentionally brought this like into fruition through like your brand, but also your pers- your personality and who you are. Like it's fucking awesome. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I don't know, imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, that's another <laughs> podcast topic. So what do you, what would you say the big vision is for Tilakia? I don't know. I... I don't know, again, it's always changing. But I think, like, yeah. I've thought it would be really cool to have a space one day. I've always thought I would oh, love to have yes. a space where it's, like, where I could have the girls in a studio working and then um, have, like, a little bit of a, a, like, co-working area and have, like, a gallery space and an event space and, like, live music and cafe <gasps> yes. and a bar. And like, like, that's... Yeah, a bar. That is so you. yeah. That's what I, I've like, I've wanted that for a long time, but we would all have to be in the same, like, I'd, I'd probably do it up on the sunny coast. I feel like it would be really great for the sunny coast. It would go like off, that. yeah. Um, but I think I'd really love to have, you know, more, like, online webinars and just, just building that community in that space. So, um, and that's something that I'm really focusing on is nurturing the community a little bit more. So hopefully... Yeah. Hopefully doing something like that down the line and just growing the offerings, um, yeah, more collaboration. and Yeah, yeah. But bigger and better be basically. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and I mean – Speaking of, like we've got to we've got to tell everyone about the community classes that you've just launched, which is mm-hmm. bloody epic. Um, I'll let you introduce what it is, what the vision is for it. Yeah, well, I've I this was a thought that I had with one of my best mates, Tay. Um, yeah, a year ago, and I was like, "How this would be so cool?" She's like, "Yeah, and you can do this and this," and it just felt so far away, but it's here. So. 
uh, like I said, with that the Slack channel that we have with the community, the Tolokia community board. So I decided to do a, yeah, this offering called the Tolokia Community Classes. So it is just a digital networking learning space. Every, I think about every six weeks, I'm going to get a guest speaker on where we can just, yeah, network and have the opportunity learn for the guests them, yeah. Yeah, to learn. So I want it to be a place where we can showcase our clients because we have so many amazing clients with so much incredible stuff to say and so much to learn from. But obviously we'll have some guest speakers that aren't in our community already. But yeah, so our first one is on the 23rd of February with yours truly, Sophie Wilson. <laughs> I cannot wait. I know. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm so yeah. thankful that you want to be a part of it. But yeah, so it is how to up-level your business with a podcast starting at nine o'clock. So you can register through your bio or my bio. And I mean, do you want to tell people what you've been speaking about? Well, my per- basically Carly's just said, you know, she introduced the concept to me and I'm like, yes. And but she's literally left it up to me to be like, what we're going to talk about and I'm going ham. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like basically going to be talking about how to have a successful podcast, how to grow your podcast and then also all the nuances in the podcasting world of like, okay, but like why is everyone actually talking about podcasts? Because I think there's these like memes I see all the time on social media like, <laughs> oh, like another po- everyone's starting their own podcast and all the things but there is actually a reason why that's happening mm-hmm. and and that there's going to be that education um there about why that is and how you can actually leverage all the things that podcasting has to offer for yourself even if you don't even have your own podcast which is a a secret secret little sprinkling I'm putting in there because you don't actually have to have your own podcast to be leveraging the platform so yeah yeah that's a sneak peek into what what we'll be discussing there but yeah I'm super on it honestly super honored to be a part of it because like I said like I love being a part of the community and yeah, I'm just couldn't be more excited to be honest. Like I just need to get it all. I need to do a you and like write down all my notes and like yeah. actually form it out because it's all up here right now and I'm going to get to the day before and be like, <laughs> Shit, I need to structure. It's going to be so good. And also we are offering three free podcast audits to the first three podcasters who sign up and you have to yes. attend. We'll announce them in the class. Yeah. But yeah, and so it will be exclusive to Tulakia uh, past and present clients going forward. This is an open day. It's our launch. So we want anyone to come, um, yeah. who can benefit from it. So yeah. And we're going to do, we're going we're gonna to share a little bit more info over the next couple of weeks. So I'm yeah, to- go ahead and follow Carly on Instagram. I'll put all the details in, in the um, description so you can pretty much find everything you're looking for there. Yeah, it is going to be really fun, but thank you so much for coming on big brand energy. It's been bloody vibe. Thank you. Because you know, I was like, Sophie, I'm not going to go on a podcast. And you're like, yes, you are. And I finally bit the ball. And how was it? Like, that was so good, wasn't it? Yeah, I loved it. It was fun. Yeah. It's always fun. It's so much easier than people make it out to be. Yeah, it is. It's just like a fun conversation and you get to talk about, you know, your business and things that you love. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. Well, thank you so much. 